Welcome to Sip and Talk, the podcast with your host, China Ashley. This is episode three of season two, Purposeful Dating. Stay tuned and thank you all so much for tuning in. Okay, everyone, head into the kitchen, pull out the glassware, pour yourself a drink of choice. And while you all are doing that, this is the part where I like to share my announcements, the quotes and the tips for the day. So I want to start off with never apologize for having high standards. People who really want to be in your life will rise to meet them. This isn't an excuse to demand perfection because that is only found in Christ. However, you should never settle for mediocre, lukewarm, or someone who just wants to have quote-unquote fun and past time. And that's from Godly Dating 101. Um, I like that um, because, as I'll share with you, I have been doing online dating, or I did do online dating, and I have met someone, but prior to me meeting the person that I'm dating now, I was on a couple of different apps. I was on BLK and I was on Bumble and I went out and I pretty much posted these ground rules to just give insight into what my standards were and what I was looking for and the things that I was not willing to negotiate or settle on, quote unquote, I guess is a good way to put it. And I quickly and soon realized that a lot of men that came across my profile, my profile had issues with the post that I put up, um, listing out the things that I was seeking in a partner. And I don't know if they thought that them making remarks about it or them laughing and all the different responses that I got. Um, I got that my bio was too intense. I got the laughing emojis. I just got all types of um, responses from, from, from guys. And I had to really take a moment and say to myself that I'm not tripping. This is what I want. These are my standards. And I shouldn't have to apologize or feel some type of way because this is what I feel like I deserve. And to me, it was basic, basic standards. I just asked that a man be of a certain age. I asked that he have a career. I asked that he have his own place and car. I asked that he respect himself and others, that he respect women and their bodies, that he have goals and five-year plans, and things along those lines. So to me... I didn't say what type of job or career he had to have or what education or trait that he had to have. I didn't say how big his house had to be. I didn't say what type of car he had to drive. Um, I didn't say if he could have kids or not have kids or how many kids he could have or how old the kids could be. Um, I just left it at pretty much basic things. You know, I want a man that's my age or older. I would like for him to be tall given the fact that I'm a tall, I'm tall for a female. So online dating is already kind of awkward because you don't have that personal interaction right off the bat. So you're just looking at a screen with pictures and going off of what they say and that they, they are who they are. 
So imagine a guy that's 5'4 meeting me and I'm already 5'8 and then when I put on heels and I'm close to six feet, that could be an issue. So, um, so yeah, I like this quote, never apologize for having um, high standards. You know, a man who feel like he can qualify and meet those, those standards is going to rise to the occasion. And I, I found that to be true. So moving on, there's a difference between a boyfriend that wants to stay your boyfriend and a man that plans to be your husband. I like that as well, because I don't know about you all, but when it comes to purposeful dating and intent for me, the goal is marriage. So I think when it comes to purposeful dating, if you get that clarity in the beginning, then I feel like the relationship will move a lot smoother and it will be a lot more successful versus getting into relationships and situationships where things are unclear. Um, You haven't discussed to find out whether or not you're on the same page and you're with someone who has no intention of, of being married when you're probably thinking that in your mind, the goal is marriage. So I like that, which brings me to dating versus courting because there is a difference between dating and courtship. Dating is gameplay, eventful, pleasurable, ends with another date, self-centered, no accountability, hormonal decisions versus courting when you can build a vision be intentional, be purposeful, ends in marriage, God-centered, accountability, and holy decisions. And um, when I found that there was a difference between courting and dating, and I came across these different um, explanations, it really hit home for me um, because in my mind, I thought courting was pretty much the same as dating. I just thought that courtship I mean, I know courtship had a little bit more intent behind it, but when it's broken down to having the vision, being intentional and purposeful, and it ends in marriage versus dating, you know, it's fun. You got on a date, um, it's casual, you know, it may be a fling of some sort. And I quickly realized that I don't just want to date. I want to be courted. I want a man that is going to plan dates. I want a man that is going to be intentional, that is going to chase me, that is going to seek me and know my value and also want the same things that I want as the end goal, which is marriage versus someone that is just looking to just take me out on a few dates, make me their girlfriend And then we go through a series of time or dates or years or whatever, um, a period of time where we're just in a relationship where the relationship can then become stagnant and complacent. And that's not what I want. So we're going to take a quick intermission. If you are listening in on the Anchor app, you will be able to listen to the music intermission. And then we'll be back with our main discussion where I will be sharing more information with you all about 
purposeful dating as well as my experience with um, dating online and how so far my new relationship has been. So be back. Okay, everyone, before I continue, I definitely want to say that I am not a relationship expert or a love coach of any sort. Um, If you were listening in season one, the finale and throughout the course of season one, there were times that I mentioned that I wanted wanted to date, but I definitely needed to work on myself. I needed to do some self-healing. I needed to reparent myself and I just really needed to mentally be prepared for a relationship, a successful relationship um, to prepare myself to be a future wife. So with that being said, I did get to a point in a place where I decided to put myself out there. Like I mentioned earlier in the announcements, I joined an app BLK which flashed across my phone when I was on Instagram and it seemed to be a a dating app for for black people or people of color and I said okay that's that could be good you know I was in my mind I was thinking okay it should be a lot of working professional men on there I don't know why I just assumed and just jumped to that conclusion, which there were, but in my experience as well, that there were some guys that still treated the app like Tinder. So that was a headache alone in itself, just trying to weed through men that weren't looking for hookups and men that were serious about finding a partner in a relationship. And then I ended up learning about Bumble from my mother because I had a conversation with her about, you know, my experience thus far. It was like not even a week in on BLK. I had already racked up like 600 likes. And even with me posting the post that I had of my standards and even me going through and writing in my bio pretty much a short version of those standards, I still had a lot of weeding out to do. And then, of course, you do find attractive men, but then, like I said, some of them just were looking for hookups. And I can respect the men that just straight up said in their bio that that's what they were looking for. But you also get the, the perpetrators or the, the, um, the men that are being sneaky um, sort of say that necessarily aren't really serious about what they said in their bio or who they were portraying themselves to be. So that was unfortunate, but that's what comes with the territory. And then, like I said, um, I was explaining that to my mother and she mentioned to me about Bumble. Um, we're on Bumble. The woman has to make the first move and they kind of geared their Um, platform to helping women weed out the men that aren't serious and the ones that are serious. So I enjoyed my experience on Bumble. I like the 
the profile, the way you can set the profile up. I like the fact that you can state if you have children, if you want children, um, if you don't want any. I like the fact that you can state your um, religion, your political views, your education, your height, your zodiac sign, if you're a pet owner. Um, I like those things because I think that does help give a little bit more insight into the person versus giving someone just one little box and letting them say one or two words and some people wouldn't even put a bio up. And then also on Bumble, you can also do these different little questions that you can put on your profile, you know, whether you like the beach or mountains. Um, what's your ideal Sunday? If you could change something in the world, what would it be? Um, things along those lines, which also help give insight into a person's personality, their mindset, what they want out of life, um, which is nice. And again, not everyone chooses to put the questions on their profile. Not everyone chooses to state their education level, um, whether they're a smoker or a drinker, whether they have children, their political views. So that also helps to me, also helps me be able to weed through people because I feel like people that don't answer those questions, um, maybe those things aren't important to them, which are important to me. So then that also helps me be able to decipher whether or not I feel like this is someone I want to match with. Because I feel like if you just don't put anything um, at all, then to me, that's somewhat of a, a red flag or a deal breaker for me in terms of whether or not I'm going to match with you or not. So I like that because, um, again, versus be OK, some men didn't put what their what their education level was. They didn't put what their career or occupation was. And then they also did not put in their bio anything at all. So I do like the way Bumble is set up and the way that they cater to um, trying to, like I said, narrow down and help women be able to decipher and be able to weave through and really find matches that are going to work for us as women and our standards and what we're seeking and looking for. It is definitely a different experience <laughs> having the control and the ball in your court and having to make the first move. Um, that is different for me. I don't really make the first move, especially since I feel like men are supposed to approach me, but it's okay. It gave me a little bit of power and control and a little dominance in the situation, which I eventually became comfortable with. So needless to say, I did find someone on Bumble, or I should say he found me because he matched with me first. Um, so yeah. I'll get to that in a second, but throughout the course of that, so I did all of this the beginning part of August, which is pretty much a month from today. I think I joined on August 1st or August 2nd on BLK initially, and then the following week or by the end of that week, I had joined Bumble. So a month later or three, three weeks later, three or four weeks later, basically, because it's been about a week now since I've met the guy that I've been dating. But yeah, so <laughs> about three weeks later, you know, I had met 
met a few guys, matched with a few guys. I can't say meet, um, but I did match with a few guys. Very short-lived conversations. I did meet one guy on BLK, which I thought was going to be a good match. And I thought that that was going to be someone that was a potential partner. But like I said, um, you don't always get that interaction. So how can I say this? (laughs) Um, It just didn't work. Let's just put it that way. I did a pop up and it didn't settle in my spirit um, when I got that in-person interaction. Yeah, the texting and the talking on the phone was cool and all. And we could talk about all these hypothetical things, you know, the potential dates that we could go on and the potential future we could have together. But once I got in person and did pretty much a drive by, I'll just be honest, um, just pulled up on him and it just didn't settle with my spirit. And there's nothing against him. There's nothing against um, who he is as a person. It's just it didn't seem to mesh and really um, be organic or just, it just didn't feel like, okay, this is what I want to do, or this is who I want to be with. So, so yeah, so online dating is cool, but you definitely have to get that in-person interaction. And then also I learned that there is a big difference in men that are going to be men of action because the guy that I'm dating now, um, it happens so fast y'all. And it's just, so surreal, honestly, because, you know, we matched and I pretty much, you know, did my little opening line. And then before I knew it, maybe three or four responses into the conversation, he was asking me and inviting me to dinner, which I was hesitant and very skeptical and nervous about. But I had to take a moment and ask God, like, God, please let this be a good situation. I don't want to go out and be catfish. I don't want to end up in any type of dangerous situation. Um, but I like, I like this profile. He was handsome. Um, I like, I like this bio. He didn't say a whole lot, but he said enough. And yeah. And the fact that when he said, I would like to invite you to dinner versus the responses that I have been getting prior which were along the lines of, can I see you tonight? Want to link up? Want to hang out? It was nothing along those lines. It was, hey, I want to take you to dinner. Um, If you don't mind, if I could get your number and call you with the details. So that was very assuring and comforting um, to help me make the decision, which I'm grateful that I didn't back out or um, stand him up or anything like that. And pretty much ever since that night, everything has just been organic with us. Um, We have a lot of things in common. We have a lot of um, great conversation. And going back to me saying that a man of action, one that is going to be intentional, one that's going to chase you, he matched me. And then he put forth the effort to to get me, um, to get me or get my attention or to take the time out to get to know me and to court me. So 
I'm thankful for that. But prior to all of that or in between all of this and simultaneously while all this is going on, I happened to come across young and married um, Jamal and Natasha Miller on um, five day prayer challenge for your future spouse. So I was once again skeptical. I came across it. I was like, oh, this is probably nice. This is something I probably should join. Um, I'm going to go ahead and join it. But then I was like, I don't even know if I should do this. I don't really know. At this point, it was like right after the incident of me meeting the guy, talking to him and then popping up on him and then being like, oh, no, I don't think I want to do this. And then I come across a five day prayer challenge and I'm like, OK, maybe I should just take a moment back and maybe I'm not ready for this, but maybe I should take this time and pray and join this challenge. And maybe this could be beneficial for me um, as far as not only saying the prayers for my future husband, but saying the prayers for myself. And it wasn't even before day five that I had met the guy that I'm, I'm dating now. And I still need to say day five's prayer. Lord, forgive me. <laughs> I actually, I wanted to go back and say all of those prayers because I did save them in my phone and my notes so that I could have them. And the crazy thing is, y'all, I wasn't sure what to get out of the five-day prayer. I wasn't sure what to expect. I wasn't even quite sure that my heart was in the right place because I was a little bit doubtful and skeptical. And yeah, I just didn't know if this was even going to be worth it. Like, should I even be saying these prayers? Like, is this even going to work? I don't know. Like, I know prayer works, but I didn't, I really didn't believe in it. I'm just going to be honest. I wasn't sure. My wholehearted faith was not in it. But I knew that it's something that I needed to do and it's something I needed to get in the habit of doing. And if someone is taking the time out to give me these prayers and put this information out there and care enough about my singleness, then I should care enough about my singleness, too. So that's why I said I went on ahead and joined. I saved the prayers. And then also they have like the Facebook group and it was a lot going on. They have, you know, their Instagram, they have the, the one university. So they have a lot of great things out there. And then upon me joining the Facebook group, you know, we all got to share our posts, which is like a post where you put your picture along with their um, template that sh um, shows, you know, this is my story. I joined the five day prayer and then we got to post into the Facebook group. Um, and share pretty much our story and what we were expecting of the five day prayer challenge. And it was comforting because I wasn't alone. I'm not the only young, beautiful black woman that's single. And there's plenty of other Christian black men that are single. And we all want to find someone that is of God and someone that we can love and someone we can date and court and then eventually marry. So that gave me hope. And I felt a lot um, more, um, hopeful and a lot better, um, probably by day three. And then, um, so yeah, so I did that and all that was happening. And then of course I was still swiping left and right on the apps. And then I would take a, a moment or a day where I would even get on the app. And because I was just frustrated and I was like, I'm not going to do this. 
I'm just going to do the prayer challenge. And then, of course, I got on there and I obviously matched with someone that I like. So, um, so yeah. So, oh, where was I going? I just lost my train of thought. So, anyway, moving on. So, now that you got some background and insight into what has been going on with me, um, I just want to share a little bit more um, information about the purposeful dating and three key areas to focus on when it comes to purposeful dating. So I discussed the high standards, um, set your standards, um, don't settle, don't apologize for your standards and what you feel like you want and what you deserve. Because someone will come along, which I didn't even believe for myself. And I know it's still very new, you all, but I feel really good about this. He's a great guy. And like I said, we seem to both be on the same page. And I'm going to give it to God um, and trust his timing and just, you know, pray on it. Pray for the both of us. And I feel like even if we don't work as a relationship, I still feel like he's a great guy that I still would want the best for him. So set your standards and just know that there are men out there, because I didn't believe it, that will meet those standards. And then also, once you do find someone that you um, have a high interest in, someone that you do want to um, probably take it to the next level and, you know, begin dating and moving forward with, you know, you want to make sure that your objectives are clear. You want to make sure that your objectives are on the same page, that you're both looking and seeking the same thing. So for me, like I said, the end goal is marriage. So having those conversations early on can be a little awkward, I'll admit. Um, but it's definitely reassuring to have that conversation. And then it's even more reassuring when you both discover that you both want the same thing. And that's kind of what happened with me and the guy that I'm dating now. Um, maybe by like date two, we had a conversation and he pretty much um, brought it up about the fact that, you know, he wants to meet someone, of course, get to know them, be in a relationship. And then, of course, you know, the end goal would be marriage. So I was like, oh, yay. Like I didn't even really have to pick and probe those things out of him. He knows what he wants. He knows that he wants to meet a woman, court her, date her, get to know her, and of course be in a committed exclusive relationship. And then of course, um, move forward to marriage. So that was awesome (laughs) to hear that actually come from a man without me having to say, so what do you want out of this relationship? You know, do you want to be married? You know, because that can really be awkward. And I've had those conversations with men and it is like almost immediately like running them off. And now in hindsight, I know that they want the ones anyway. And that wasn't their goal and that wasn't their objective. And then also once the intention has been set and the objective has been made or um, the objective has been set as well, then you work on your discipline. And that could be discipline for abstinence, celibacy, discipline for um, 
the goals that you want as far as your relationship and what you want out of your courtship. And again, I think that is something that can be a little difficult and awkward um, in the beginning, but it is so necessary for the longevity and success of the relationship. So I feel like that's where we are now where we've set up pretty much discussed our objectives and things. And now I feel like we need to be disciplined in terms of me. I really want to do things the right way. I want to do things the godly way. I want for us to really um, focus on getting to know one another, respecting each other's space, um, respecting each other's um, goals and time but also being disciplined enough to um, just really work towards having a solid relationship. So that's what I wanted to share with you all. Um, Hopefully I didn't ramble too much. Hopefully this helps someone somewhere. I can't even really process all of this right now that I'm even in position to even share this information with you all. Um, of course I can go over, you know, dating and courting and the different tips and things that I said, because, you know, I was a single woman or I'm still single, but you know, I was a single woman that was earning and wanting to, to date and to be courted. But now that I'm in position of actually being courted and actually meeting a man that Everything has just flown organically and the fact that we're just so on the same page with each other and the fact that I met a man that I didn't think would possess all of the qualities and standards that I wanted is very surreal because I was definitely one of those negative talkers. Oh, I'm never going to find a man. Oh, just like I said, I joined the five day prayer challenge and I was like, I don't even know what to expect out of this. And that's literally what I put in my post when I shared it in the Facebook group. I was like, I'm 28 years old. I don't really know what to expect out of this. Um, And whatever else I was saying. But and then prior to the um, the day before I even um, matched with um, Chris, I put up a post where I was saying, what do I have to do for a real one to find me? And then the next post was. Um, one that thinks with his heart and his brain and not the gummy worm between his legs. And then the next day, you know, I'm like, mm, let me just get on Bumble. At this point, it was just like, mm, swipe, 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 swipe. No, yes, no. Yes, yes, yes. No, no, no. Swipe, swipe, swipe. And then I came across his profile and I kind of just stopped in my tracks and I was like, oh, he's handsome. And then I scroll and, you know, he's excuse me, 6'3", 200 pounds, fully independent father, um, looking for down the Mars girl, you know, if that's you, swipe right. And, you know, he also said a few other things. um, Give me Mario Kart and feed me and I'm yours. So I was like, okay, hmm, I'm going to swipe right. And then when I swiped right, it was like, oh, you all matched. And I was like, oh, he matched with me already. So, okay, because, you know, in my mind, also getting online dating, coming back to um, the courtship, the courtship and dating and the a man seeks out the woman and the man chases the woman. It's kind of like, okay, well, if the man is supposed to be seeking and chasing me, 
then is this a little backwards for me to be on Bumble seeking them? So I was pleasantly happy and surprised when he had already matched with me. I felt a lot better. I know that may seem so crazy to y'all, but I was happy that he had already matched with me first. So then I felt like, okay, so that means he sought me and found me first. So it's okay, right? Y'all get what I'm saying, right? Okay. So yeah. So I really feel kind of awkward being in a position to share this with you all. Um, but I'm happy. I'm glad thus far everything has worked out. And it is like so refreshing to meet a man that actually plans dates and actually pays for the dates and actually opens the door and actually expresses himself. Like I'm not left wondering about anything. I'm not confused about anything. And that's mind blowing to me. And I'm so appreciative of that and of him um, for being that way. And I'm so thankful to God for this moment, (laughs) but however long it lasts, I hope it lasts forever, but I'm so happy right now, y'all. I don't even really know how to put it in words and express it because this is really something that I didn't see for myself happening. I definitely didn't see it happening for myself this soon because this summer was far from a hot girl summer. I had some messy parts when I first got here to Atlanta that I don't even want to share with you all. I made a very stupid mistake um, getting involved with a guy um, that I knew I had no business even getting involved in, with in the first place. While I have the audacity to be sitting here talking about standards, it was like, what were you thinking? Okay, that was enough of the hot girl summer. Get yourself together. Let's heal. Let's get yourself back on track. And... Yeah. And then it's like, okay, I got back on track. I'm working on myself, trying not to beat myself up about it because it's life. I mean, it wouldn't be the first time I've made a mistake like that. Right. But the whole goal is not to continue making those mistakes and not to continue lowering my standards or um, lowering and selling myself short of my worth. So it took me a little, you know, a little second to snap out of it and bounce back and get myself back on course. And then, like I said, I was not expecting um, the four days that I did the prayer to all of a sudden, boom, there's, there's, there's your man. So, yeah. So I'm not going to continue rambling too much. You all, Um, like I said, I really hope that this helps some woman, some man, somewhere um if you are still in your single season and you are still hoping and praying to find someone just remember it is okay to have standards and make sure you set those standards high don't settle um know that a man that is serious about you will let it be known And just know that if you truly want marriage to be your end goal, really focus on courtship with your objectives and your discipline. And just let those things be known. And if someone cannot meet those or qualify those, then it's okay. Let it go 
and move on or just be patient and wait. Um, Just be a little bit more positive than I was, please. And when it happens, it is going to feel so amazing. So thank you all again for tuning in with me. Thank you all for joining me on this journey of this podcast. And just thank you all for not judging me, um, for me being so transparent with you all at times. Um, This isn't easy for me. I'm just putting myself out there and sharing my testimony. But at the same time, it's so worth it because I truly believe that me sharing this information and putting myself out there is really going to help someone else not to make the same mistakes or to learn from my mistakes or learn from my testimony and to be able to heal and get to where they need to be. So thank you again and be blessed.